The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans, yay! In Bills Land, boo! My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me every single week, my good friend, uh, and I'm about to pop his Indianapolis cherry come December, Mister Brandon Rogers. Brandon, what is good, my friend? Ooh. How are you? I'm great, man. Life is good. I'm seeing great clips of Colts doing things and Bills not doing things. And <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm I'm a happy camper right now. How about you? What's new? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Uh, just turned 30 the other day. So Woo-hoo! I'm pretty pumped about that. I know your birthday is coming up this uh, you're the 28th. That's it. You're the 28th. So you're coming up soon. Now, so uh, May birthdays, baby. We do it's once it, once your once your thirties hits it, it's game over. You know that's what life is new. Life is fresh. Everything's better. Uh, you know, coffee tastes better. The flowers smell sweeter. The bills suck more. Uh, it's <laughs> life is good. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm in a great 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 mood. There was OTA camp stuff, and like you and I were just like, you know what, we're gonna go. I mean, we talked about it last week about going to Indianapolis, and I was just like. I, I don't know why I'm like I have why I'm like this, but I always like to see people have their first experience with something, right? Like, uh, I took my like I went to the movies three times to see Avengers: Infinity War just to see how oh how's my dad and mom gonna what do they think of it? How is so and so gonna think of it? Like I did that, and like I'm excited to do that for Indianapolis with you because I know how much you know the Colts mean to you. That's been that literally, uh, I mean, pro wrestling started our bond together, but like. Colts football has really kept us close. And obviously we're doing a podcast. A great unifier. It is. It really is. So like for me to, you know, take you to go, you get to go see the great statue of, of Lord Manning, the sheriff and, you know, <laughs> get your picture taken with him and go see Lucas oil stadium for what it is. And, you know, and, and we're going, we're going to go for a huge game. We're, uh, we are going to be down in Indianapolis for the Colts versus Patriots game. It either takes place on December 18th or 19th. I'm sure that's going to get figured out later on, but, uh, the Colts fans are coming to Colts land, uh, basically. And we're very, very excited for it. You know, I missed last year. I didn't want to, but, uh, you know, this year it's a lot. It seems that this team is even more promising than what it was. And, uh, we're hoping we're open for a, uh, a, a big time game against a, uh, a cross division rival, uh, in new England. So very, very excited. I mean, I couldn't ask for more, you know, I get to go to Lucas oil for the first time. I get to see them play the Patriots. This rivalry has been, you know, 
amazing. Uh, really kind of, I grew up with this rivalry. I, yeah. I first started watching, you know, football, you know, watching the Colts battle the Patriots in the playoffs and just those wars going to going to war with Brady and Belichick. And I, I know it's been a little more lot fighting the last couple of years, but I mean, seeing what could be one of the final games of, of Bill Belichick's coaching career against Indianapolis, um, it's going to be huge. I, I think this is a perfect game to go to. Wish it was a little bit warmer outside, but but you get you, to know, do, you get to you get well, the experience a closed dome too. That's that's the that's the fun yes. thing. Like it's it's that's a very unique fo- experience. I don't I don't know if you've ever done like an indoor lacrosse or indoor soccer, but indoor football is weird. How like <laughs> it's very. I mean, well, I guess it's kind of like pro wrestling. Like it, it it's not like going to a WWE show or something. Uh, it, it's a very unique experience, and I, like I, of course, roof open would be cool. But yeah, seeing in, indoor football is. Uh, is 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 pretty incredible <laughs> i'm sure you're gonna have I a good time wait. um let's see uh so yeah we had some some exciting stuff there's a l- little bit of a rumor mill going around you want to tell them about the rumor mill going around yes josh allen has aids <laughs> wait that's not the one we're talking about no, we weren't supposed to say that oh, one. Whoops, they, pay, whoops, they, paid us, they paid us to do to not say that. Those um, dirty Buffalo girls, man. I told you. That's what happens. You party around at Allentown, you get you gotta get you gotta get the herp and stuff. <laughs> not all sorts of jazz. But uh, it, yeah, I mean there's there's probably that, but no <laughs> what's go ahead with the damn real rumor. <laughs> I'm all tongue-tied and laughing. I'm like, did, maybe he does have AIDS. That would be kind of uh, but <laughs> there's a good chance. I mean, you've seen that mustache. He's a dirty guy. Come on. Yeah. Oh man. Hot mess. Hot mess. Julio, man. Julio. 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 Man. I mean, the sentiment is are you like, th- exciting. I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm conflicted because I don't know how much it would take to get the man. But if you were to get the man and the man show up to do, you know, what that man does, that man could do so much for our team. And man, what that man could do. I know. I know. And that would be, I I think if, if the Colts did trade for Julio, obviously he does have a very uh, large contract, but Julio produces. All right. Last year was his first, like really down year. He only played in nine games, but other than that, he's been a 1000 plus yard receiver. Most of his career, with the exception of 2011, 2013, and then last season. You put that in Julio Jones, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal, Michael Pittman. Paris Campbell. Gonna have all Paris can't. Yes. Who's doing very well for himself. Cool. This team, this offense is really, really good with Jonathan Taylor. Of course, too. You can see he's a bit of a, he's a pass catching running back as well. Now where we're kind of seeing a little bit of that. Uh, this offense is legendarily good. I mean, would we have to give up a player for him? And what player would you be okay with, you know, leaving if we had to get Julio? You know, that's a good question. I wish we still had Jacoby Brissett uh, for that same reason. Uh, (laughs) For that reason. (laughs) Uh, I don't know who I'd be willing to get rid of. They could use a run. Oh, no. I don't. Sorry, Eason. Sorry, Eason. Eason. 
I would think that with the way Atlanta's going, that it would be for picks. And it probably have yeah. to be a lot of picks too, you know, with all things considered, uh, you know, for, for that, that contract, the, the contract that the Colts would be taking up, which is, uh, you know, it's significant, but deserved of Julio Jones. Uh, I think a, a lot of draft capital would have to be given up, you know, and for it, it, it's a huge question, but you well, know, there's, you, you would think so, but you know, I kind of looking back, when New England traded for Randy Moss from the Raiders, they gave up a fourth round pick. Randy People Moss, Randy was, Moss was washed, though. People thought well, that, Randy Moss was washed that, at that point. That's true, but you know, you know, Atlanta wants to trade uh, Julio, get him off the books, dude. I if we can get him for like a second and a third, maybe you know a third this year and a second next year, or you know, twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay with that. We know Chris Ballard's not going to get beat in the head. That's basically no. what it was, but there has been a lot of innuendo this week on Colts Twitter. And that's why we're talking about this. T Y Hilton made some uh, references toward it. I think Kenny Moore made, uh, made oh, a, made yeah. a reference to it as well. Uh, he deleted the tweet very quickly, but <laughs> <laughs> it's you know who knows he's probably just but you know buster balls everybody th- there was a lot of stuff about andrew luck coming back like colt's twitter is very easily manipulated i guess but um i'm all for it i'm all for it. whatever you can do to put capable wide receivers who can perform uh around carson wentz you know i'm super bowl starved i'm i'm super bowl appearance starved Right now, just playoff starve, man. Playoff just starve. Win kind of be competent, be AFC championship game. Get there. Yep. And leave some, yep. you know, give us some hope. That's the biggest AFC thing is leaving South hope. champion. I want that crown. I want to yeah. win the division this year. Yep. You know, uh, that that's, that's, that's one of our bucket list things. That's one of our expectations that we talked about maybe a month or so ago is to get that. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for the idea of Julio. Again, I'm aware of his injury history. I'm aware of it. We have a lot of injured guys. His age. His age. There's no doubt about it. He's been around since what? What did I say? 2011. So he's up there. He's going to be 32 this year. But I'm still okay with it. I'm still. Yeah, you know, I'm 33 and I'm balling. All right. I know no. Julio could kill it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, like I said, he just put up almost 1,400 yards in receiving two years ago. 2019. 30 years old. Uh you know, he's a little bit, his, his touchdown receptions haven't been anything really to kind of, you know, root for. He's not really a touchdown guy, but man, is he going to push that ball down the field? Then he just use Hines or Mack or, you know, Taylor and just get in the end zone, whatever it may be. But I, I like the the prospect of Julio coming to uh, Indianapolis. I think for a long time we've needed like a, like a guy. And then, you know, you mentioned the Randy Moss, you know, thing that, you know, revitalized. I'm going to the Patriots revitalize his career for a little bit. And I, I, I think that we could use that Colts haven't really gone out and got big name wide receivers when they're on the market or they're when they're available for trade. That's never been their thing. They do, no, you know, you get, you get guys like uh, Devin Funches who get hurt in the first game and just walk away with 17 mil or whatever the heck it was, you know, it, it, it that stuff is tragic. It's tragic. So uh, for me, Thumbs up, definitely for Julio. Thumbs up, definitely for Julio. A hundred percent. I mean, just what he could do to that room. I, I know Ty is a baller, but you imagine Pittman learning from Julio. 
you know, uh, just letting that pressure off of their shoulders. Because, you know, Pittman and Campbell are expected to perform a lot this year. Yeah. Uh, with Hilton kind of, you know, you know, kind of, you know, showing his age a bit. Um, a, a lot rests on their shoulders. You put Julio in that room, a lot of that pressure is lifted off and they're able to just go ball out. You know, Julio's going to get double coverage. You allow them just, oh, you know, sneaky sure. underneath. Oh, my gosh. You know, Taylor, that would just put every freaking all the room in uh, available for Taylor. You're not going to have a safety in the box if you got Julio going no. over the top. You, you're getting uh, five, 10 yard, maybe 10 plus yard chunks if you have Julio and T.Y. Hilton out there at the same time. One of those nice. guys has to get double covered. One of those guys. Put Campbell in the slot. It, it'll be in, it put Hilton in the slot. You know, Pittman and Julio out wide. It is it, fireworks. It, and if you want to put Carson Wentz in the best spot imaginable, you give him a Julio Jones and you watch him show what he can do yep. because he, there's no way he could fail. No way at all. No, no. And so I, I really hope it, it, it unfolds. I have a feeling, I, I have a slight feeling I'm going to be disappointed as with a lot oh, of for trade sure. rumors, but it's, it's never going to happen. But, no. but know, the thought that it, it, he's on the, op- he's the Falcons have say, already stated that they're willing to trade him. So let the rumor mill begin. Let it begin. And, uh, you know, obviously it sounded like T.Y. was interested in having him. And against Ken, uh, Kenny Moore mentioned, you know, something, of course, as I, as I already said. So there's the possibilities there. I really hope. Uh, one one last thing on the, the Julio thing for me. Sure. Um, Pittman better be able to give up that number, though, because, oh, you know, no. damn well, Julio's going to be 11. <laughs> oh, no, that might stir up some stuff. That might stir up some stuff. <laughs> He wasn't gonna give it to Carson, but he's gonna give it to Julio. I'm sure Carson wouldn't care, but that would be that would be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. What? Whatever the case may be, we hope that uh, we get another big time wide receiver. And you know the the salary cap. It's 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 imaginative, imaginary. I think I, we see the Rams and all these teams work around the the Chief. salary cap. Very Chiefs make it look easy. So I'm sure Chris Bell can pull it off. So we'll see how that unfolds. I'm sure we'll get an answer uh, on Julio, whether it's coming to Indianapolis or going somewhere else within the next month or so. Uh, I think anything later than that might be a little, uh, a little peculiar, but man, I would be moister than an oyster. If we got Julio Jones, <laughs> Indianapolis Colt. Um, so we did mention Paris Campbell. All right. Uh, it's been said that he's hundred percent cleared. He's ready to go. Uh, he's been doing workouts. He's showing off that speed that the Colts drafted him for. Uh, very, very excited at the sentiment of him possibly getting a full first year, a, a full season, or at least, you know, putting a dent in it. I, I want to see, I mean, I don't want to see him get hurt, of course, but I, I want to see this kid show what he can do. All right. There's a reason why he's been held on to um, all the, you know, so many, you know, what is it? Two, three years now he's been with the team and, you know, very minimal playing time. There's a reason. You know, there's a reason why he's still here and, you know, Deion Kane is not here and some of these other pieces are not here. There's a reason for Paris Campbell. And we really want to see him break out. And, you know, uh, if, if Julio does come out, it, it might hurt, hinder some reps, but I'm okay with that with a guy who's injury prone um, getting, you know, not having to play, be on the field 100% of the time. True. You know, and he's had the two freak injuries, especially last year that he took a helmet to the knee. Yeah. So I can't really blame that on his soft tissue on, on him. Um, but we needed that 
and weapon. We we that's why we drafted him two, two years ago. We we really expected him to come and do big things, and unfortunately, he hasn't been able to be on the field uh, all that often. When he is, you you see the sparks, you see the electricity. This guy is lightning in a bottle. Yeah. If he can do uh, what we all think he can do this year and stay on the field and play all seventeen games. It's just going to make this season so much more electrifying. Uh, our offense do what we think it's going to do. And honestly, if if he can stay healthy, just watching those clips from the OTAs, you can see this this guy gets his hands on the ball and he's a threat. That's what we need. We need him to be a threat. We need Pittman to be a threat. Taylor's going to be a threat, as you know from last year. Wentz is going to have a very easy time scoring points if these guys can do what we all think that they can do. Yeah. Honestly, I think going into this season, like last year, I was excited when they, uh, you know, they got Philip Rivers. But I think this might be the most in, like excited, and it could be recency bias, but most excited I've been since that. I mean, it was just a couple years ago that, that that year we were expecting to go in with Andrew Luck and be one of the top two, three teams in the National Football League. I, I think I'm that excited at this point with anticipation uh, for what this this team, this offense can do. Like I thought we had it a couple years ago, and seeing the way that the team looks now. We weren't even close. Um, this is a very, very good Colts roster that, uh, you know, we're very like, I just can't wait to see how it unfolds. Like I'm chomping at the bit. It's almost the end of May right now while we're talking. And I'm just like, get here September. Like you can't come fast enough. I'm so ready for football games again. I, um, you know, I, I'm just, I'm let's do this thing. Let's, let's, let's yes. play some damn football. Let's do it. So that's uh, that's that's the kind of mood I'm in right now. So ecstatic, you know. I again, like I was with Rivers when we first I wasn't thrilled. I, I really wanted Stafford. I really wanted Rogers. I really wanted Luck to come back. And then you know those three didn't happen. We ended up with Carson Wentz, who you know appeared to have been broken. Um, looking at highlights and lowlights of last year. He, he, he plays well. He's still got electricity in that arm. You can tell it's very live. It, he just didn't make some of the best decisions that could have been coaching. Uh, also had a terrible you know cast around him. Yeah. So I've turned myself around. I am on this Carson Wentz train. It, it's going to be magnificent. He is going to kill it this year. I'm 100% excited and I all the confidence in the world that he's going to kill it. So yes, I'm with you. I want football season here i really want to enjoy my summer but if i were to wake up tomorrow and it'd be the first day of football season i wouldn't be too upset i i wholeheartedly agree man and, and, and you know the excitement starts now like f- football is not just a good job we, we said that last week with the schedule announcement that football has done a great job the nfl has done a great job of staying relevant all year long uh and now we're starting to get some of the uh you know the players coming together right you had rookie training camp which went very well and now we're into ota OTA time. And for those who haven't been following the overall story, the players unions said, Hey, we don't want the players going to OTAs. All right. We don't want, we don't want players stay home from the OTAs. Like, you know, they keep like, they keep trying to pull back more and more, right. They don't want to do more. And I I get it. Last year was a bad injury, uh, bad year for injuries and, and, and stuff. It was a terrible year for injuries. They want to do less and less. You know, they, they, they pulled away a preseason game, which some of the starters probably wouldn't have played in. But now that they now they have to play an extra game, like you're, you're I, I don't know. 
like there's got to be some give and take. And I feel like the, the players union is probably maybe taking a little bit more than uh, they should, but that's neither here nor there. That's none of my business. I'm not a player, but um, the thing was that I'm most impressed about is our Colts team is out there. All right. Yes. All these guys who are in the players union, you know, if you're in the NFL, you are in the players union. All these guys are out there participating. You're not getting that from every single team. We're seeing Carson Wentz throwing deep balls to, to Jonathan Taylor, T.Y. Hilton out there putting in work and they're saying that there's magic happening, right? Quiddy Pay is getting his, you know, getting good looks. And, you know, rookies were heavily targeted just to not go to OTAs and all this stuff. But they're like, yo, we don't got a name for ourselves. We'll get cut. Like, chill out. They're out there. You know, on the flip, you know, you, you look around the NFL, there's not, a, not everybody's doing that. Matthew Stafford's doing it at the Rams. I don't see Josh Allen's bitch ass out there, though. All right. He's taking care of that herpes. <laughs> he's not throwing. He's not throwing to nobody. So. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what I'm le- You know, I'm, I'm very excited that this Colts team is rallying. They're, they believe and there's an agreement. There's an agreement between the players, the GM and the, you know, the players, GM and the coach that, hey, we don't got to kill ourselves out here. Let's just get some, you know, get some reps in. Get the game plan underway and let's get to work. And I, I, I think it's, I think it's tremendous. No, uh, just watching our team rally together, you know, saying, "Hey, forget what the player union's telling us. We, we, we've got something. We're, we got magic here. We're working on something special here. We're gonna go into the building. Uh, we, we trust our coaches. We trust our, you know, our staff, our front office." And they came together. They made a plan. Hey, if this is what you guys want to do, this is what we're going to do. Let's let's hash it on out. And you can tell the trust between the, the coaching staff and the player that it's real. Um, and just to, to have that, it's special. It's what's going to make this team special. And I was just so excited to see Wentz out there, um, Buckner out there. Leonard looks hyped. Any, any video I see of Darius Leonard, he's jumping up and down. He's locked in this season. He's going to prove that he is the best linebacker in, in, the, in the league. So, Yes, happy to see OTAs going down. Happy to see our coaching staff and our players come together to, to make this agreement. And it just shows that Colts football is truly magical and better than Buffalo because they can't come together. They're too busy worried about, you know, Beasley and his QAnon theories or what he's thinking about <laughs> yeah. or, you know, Josh Allen and his herpes. So it's cool. <laughs> so... so, yeah, very excited for that. And, you know, that's, that's pretty much the bulk of the, the, the you know, news and stuff today obviously the news you know slows down but we're just we're seeing a lot of good things that are trending in the right you know the Colts are trending in the right direction as far as being a team ready to compete and that's what we're most happy about today's big focus though however I don't think there's anything else we wanted to add is there is there anything you want to add to uh to this before we move on no man I am uh I'm good I'm good perfect so today we you know we realize that you know, it, it's not the early 2000s anymore. And there are other teams actually in the AFC South that can win the division um, that are actually really good. It's not like the Colts just running a train on Tennessee or Houston or Jacksonville like, like we did back in the day. Some good times. Uh, we want to take a look at what's going around on with the rest of the AFC South. Very briefly, just kind of, you know, or maybe, maybe do this in light of, hey, who's the biggest threat to the AFC South? crown you know who's who's going to who's going to really challenge indianapolis this year um, i mean all divisional games are tough but who's going to really challenge indianapolis to win the afc south 
a division that we have not won in seven years, which has been far too long uh, for Colts tradition. So um, let's start off with uh, let's start off with Jacksonville. Let's start off with Jacksonville. They had a really good draft. Trevor Lawrence, uh, they signed. They got some big time help. They got drafted a running back uh, to, to kind of go with them. They have actually, I think a, if if they were still run, oh, what's his name from last year? Uh, uh, James Robinson. James Robinson. If they might have one of the better one-two punches in the National Football League with that, because Robinson crushed it last year. Like running them getting a running back was I was like, really? I think that who did they get? ATN was it? Yeah, ATN. Yeah, they got ATN. Pittsburgh got uh, Najee Harris. So uh, they're really good in that department. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is expected to be like this, the second coming of Andrew Luck. And uh, but I, we'll see, we'll see, buddy, <laughs> uh, about that. But uh, as far as like a competition for, I mean, I think their defense picked up a little bit too. But uh, from a competitiveness, what do you like? What do you dislike about Jacksonville this year? Man, I mean, they look like they're going to be a lot better than they were uh, last year. Uh, their defense should pro- probably come together. Um, I think Levon Chase on and, and Josh Allen, the the real Josh Allen, the, you know, their defensive uh, end, um, are going to be monsters. Uh, they they showed some some spark last year. You know, they they worry me a bit, but their their defense a little bit. That offense is probably going to hum pretty well if, if you know Trevor Lawrence could do what he's done. You know, his whole career, whether it was high school football, you know, what he did in college, um, if that translates well to the pros, which it looks like it will, he's got enough weapons around him to really do some damage. Um, the biggest dislike I have with Jacksonville was actually their, their coaching hire. Yeah, I think Urban Meyer likes to, to just gamble too much. He likes to dabble and have his hands in too many pots instead of just, you know, kind of coach. And I think he's going to be their biggest detriment. He's already talking about putting, you know, ETN out wide and have him train more as a wide receiver, you know, in the, in the make of uh, Percy Harvin, you know, that kind of stuff's not going to work in this NFL offense. Defenses are too smart, too quick nowadays. And they were, you know, 10 years ago. Um, I a little worried, you know, like a six and a half, seven scale with, uh, with Jacksonville. Um, I think they're a couple pieces away from really competing and, and, you know, going for the, the AFC South crown, um, give them about two years until they're a really bigger threat than they are now. But I think they might be able to, to steal a game or yeah, probably a game from us on a, on a good day, but yeah, we always, oh, yeah, I think they're, they're, they're trending in the right direction. I, yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I, I like what, uh, I actually like what Jacksonville's kind of done. Um, you know, there was, I don't think there's any shock when they got rid of Doug Marone. There was not a, not a lot of shock factor there when they got rid of Doug Marone. Uh, Urban Meyer High was a little surprising, a little surprising, but um, I, I've liked what they, how they've approached this offseason. I really have. I mean, they, they well, I mean, how lucky did they get? <laughs> you know, you know why they're so lucky, runs. though, right? You know why they're so lucky? Why is that? They've got, they've got Jesus on their side. Like Gardner Minshew Jesus or? Like Tim Tebow Jesus. Oh, we can't. Yeah, we can't forget about that. <laughs> almost, almost forgot about Tim. I Kimo. almost never did. mind. They suck, man. <laughs> the Jaguars suck. Tim Tebow. Oh my God. Uh, I'm always happy to see people get second chances in the National Football League. You know, there's always happy to see it. And Tim Tebow, uh, you know, has a very solid, I think, work ethic. 
You know, I don't know if that can be denied it, it, what he's done. He's been he's stayed he's found a way to stay relevant. All right, since T Boeing. He's found a way to stay relevant. All right. He dated a Kardashian. <laughs> uh, he played minor league baseball and Binghamton for the rumble ponies. Uh, always. Yeah. He's getting a second chance uh, going in as a tight end, which I'm very interested to see how that pans out. Uh, it was certainly an interesting signing, but I mean, as of right now, the Jacksonville and Tebow are making a lot of money. Selling jerseys as soon as it went up, as soon as the signing went for uh, the top five best selling jerseys, Tebow was the top of it. So, um, but yeah, he don't scare me. You <laughs> 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 still don't scare me. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think I think you are right. Give it one to two years, Jacksonville could be a contender. I can see them perhaps being like a five and twelve team. Anywhere from five and twelve to eight and nine. Honestly, uh, they are in a, I mean, this is a very tough schedule. You're playing the AFC uh, South, which is getting, I think, a little bit more competitive. And you got the NFC West, which is sweet. Jesus, the best division in football. Um, and they're playing, they're doing a crossover with, I think they play Carolina. Who is the, the bottom AFC East too? What's that? Yeah, they play the AFC East, but they play, they, they have that, because we have the extra game, the 17th game. They have a crossover. Oh, with yeah. The uh, they play Carolina. Carolina. Yep. I was going to say, well, it's I probably going to be a lot better this year. So, so Jacksonville has a tough, their work cut out for them. They kind of remind me of what Miami was last year where, you know, young quarterback, young team, young rebuilding team, uh, you know, newer head coach. And I mean, if they're going to be competitive, they got to shock some people and, and, and beat some people that they're not projected to beat. So yep. I think Jacksonville headed in the right direction, but this year I'm not like, uh, uh, They'll probably get us for a game. Would not surprise me. I thought we had them. I thought we were going to sweep them last year. I was like, really? But I need a paper towel because of that. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I think they'll get a game on us this year. But as far as like overall record, AFC South title playoffs, I think they're they're. I think the AFC is just too deep this year, uh, for them to make anything. Uh, you know, a big run. Yep. Yep. You're right. I'm with you 100. percent so, um, so that's, that's Jacksonville in a nutshell. We're going to move on to Houston. Now, uh, Houston, obviously going through a lot of, uh, transitional period. They got a new head. Wait, co- Matt, you pronounced the name wrong. I did. Yeah. It's Houston. Houston. Who's my quarterback? Houston? Who? Who? Houston. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Houston, my quarterback. Uh, I, we don't know. They just signed, they have like five again. They just signed another quarterback this week. Uh, they have like five quarterbacks on the roster right now. Man, them in Green Bay are really competing for who can, you know, have as many QBs, right? This is, I mean, this is just terrible. Uh, who did, come on. I know what happened. Uh, they're getting a new head coach this year, David Cauley. So. Let's Good see. for David Cauley to get a paycheck, you know? Yeah. Poor, yeah. I mean, I'm, hey, I'm glad it wasn't our defensive coordinator. Um, Iberflus, he, he was better. in the rumors. He knew better. He knew better. All right, so signed quarter. They have well Watson, of course, who's going through his personal legal issues. And um, no matter what your stance is on it, yeah, there's a good whatever. Deshaun's probably not playing this year. There's I would be I would honestly be blown away if he played this year. They got Davis Mills, Tarod Taylor, 
Ryan Finley. Uh, I might have been the guy. I think Finley, they just signed this week, too. Uh, Jeff Driscoll. Oh, Jeff Driscoll. They signed this week. Jeez. So, and not none of them combined are even as good as Deshaun Watson. I just want to say that. Uh, but they're trying. They're, they're, they're certainly trying. Uh, <laughs> put something together. And they, 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 they drafted a quarterback, I think, as well. So, uh, yeah, Texas. Davis are, Mills. That was their that was their drafted quarterback. That's yeah. right. So, uh, Houston, I like what they did this off season to try and offload some of these big contracts. But uh, I I personally have them as the worst ranked team in uh, in the National Football League this year. I think they're just from in a transitional period. They picked up some decent players like Philip Lindsay. I think they you know they still got David Johnson, Mark Ingram. Uh, they have a hodgepodge of players, but I'm personally not too worried about uh, about Houston this year. No, no, they, they're not going to win a game. You know, if they win one game, no JJ Watt anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah no, no Hopkins, no Watson, no Fuller. Dude, I, I they're horrible. I, I don't know what they're thinking. Randall Cobb is what forty. Now, yeah, gonna play. Uh, Randall Cobb has like never like blown me away. Like it's been a long time since I was like, oh shoot, it's Randall Cobb. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm sorry for the eight Houston Texans fans out there, but <laughs> with, without Watson, Watson was your entire team, and I know that you know we're lucky that he won't be playing. It's an unfortunate situation that he's doing, and you know, yeah, I'm just I hope that the truth comes out. Whether you know. Him being whether he did it or, or he didn't right yeah you know, but but no matter what unfortunately he has a stigma about him uh we're not gonna you know divulge too much into it because it's not our place to say but um but you are right whatever you know whatever happens we hope the truth comes out deshaun watson to me is a top five quarterback in the national football league right now easily easily, easily. top three uh, i get mahomes rogers watson uh every other quarterback besides josh allen and then josh <laughs> allen That's watson it. is that that good like i love watching watson play i was really excited at the sentiment of him versus andrew luck for the next five to ten years but we're not going to get that obviously um you know so that's obviously you know that's going to hinder this team i like to rod taylor don't get me wrong he's probably i think he's qb1 technically on their death chart right now but we know what to rod is uh and it doesn't help that he's playing on a team that's not going to be helping him a whole lot you know uh Trot Taylor, you know, he had a, he's one of those guys you have to build around. You have to really build around for him to, 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 you know, to, to win you games. And this team is not going to, you know, this team is not going to help him. All right. Uh, unfortunately, love to Rod, but it's just, it, I don't think it's going to work out with, with Houston. It's just a, you know, just a veteran fill basically is what they're going for right now. And in, in the case of that, Watson definitely does not come back, but uh, Houston does not scare me. They have a lot. They have a few years before they undo everything that Bill O'Brien did and get this team back on track, which I'm okay with it. I'm sick of the Texans winning the division at like eight and eight and nine and seven. Like they get, it's like, really, really, they have six division titles, I think in the last decade. And they've all, it's like, come on. Freaking Texans with the first round exit playoff exit every single time. Every single yeah. Time. They suck for <laughs> ports rod. You know, he was probably better off with the, the needle in his lung instead of playing for Houston, but who knows? Sweet <laughs> Probably. Pop me, Doc. Pop my lung. Get me <laughs> out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
So, yeah, that's kind of Houston in a nutshell. I'm not really too worried about them again. I think they're the worst team in the National Football League, and they need some a, uh, assistance, But uh, which leads us to Tennessee. I'm going to finish up with how Tennessee looks. And to me, I think defensively, Tennessee has uh, maybe gotten better. They picked up Bud Dupree, who's coming off of an injury. They picked up a couple other pieces. You know, to kind of help stimulate that defense at secondary that's been boo-boo. But offensively, outside of Derrick Henry and, and you know, Ryan Tannehill. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Even uh, a little bit. Derrick Henry, obviously. I mean, Derrick Henry scares me more no. than that. A.J. Brown is is very good. Uh, don't 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 let me mistake you with that. But offensively, I don't I don't know if this is a team that can keep up with the best in the NFL. No, I'm trying to be. I'm, um, trying, I'm trying to be fair. Like, you know, the wide receivers are not like they don't have like a true one. Like, like AJ Brown can go on any other team, and I, I don't think he'd be a wide receiver one just anywhere. He obviously is in Tennessee, but I, I mean, he is like I said, he is talented. But I, I don't know. I got mixed feelings about AJ Brown. I don't think he gets much due credit uh, due to him because they're a run first offense, you know, sure, that's had they been someplace where they're airing it out like Kansas city or Buffalo, you know, he he's a, I think he's a baller. He's, he's shown so much talent and skill out there, like one handed catches mowing people over. He is Derek Henry in wide receiver form, that's super fair. physical, big, but you know, the offense runs through Derek Henry. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is a great game manager. He makes the plays that you need him to make. But we all know Weapon X on here is Derrick Henry, who's, you know, I think he's led the league in carries and yards the last two years. And, uh, you know, the wheels fall for that one. I think it could be this year. One in, one injury away. If Henry ever were to get hurt, um, oh, missed a, a couple of games, it, it's a wrap. They're done. You know, Tannehill skilled. He, he, he a lot than what he was doing in Miami. But once people have to load that box because of King Henry, you know, I think he gets exposed again. Um, I think they're a good team. I think their defense is worse this year than it was last year. But Dupree might not be able to return to form after that injury. Who knows? That's fair. Yeah. I think he was more of a product of the Steelers' great defense than uh, an actual game record himself. We'll see this year. Yeah. Uh, no more Dory Jackson, who was lightning all over the, the, the back end of the defense. And they're going to miss his covered skills a, a bit. I know he got burned from time to time, but he was just so fast. Um, no, I, I think that they're going to be a worse team. They're our biggest threat this year, but I don't think they're going to be as big of a threat as people are. Right. Saying. Yeah. Like I'm trying to, like, I'm not trying to sound like a Homer. Like I love our Colts team. I try to look at, I try to pick apart like what, like if, if stuff don't make sense, man, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. We've said it. We've done it. We've done this on here. Hated the draft. Well, we, we didn't hate the draft. It was an okay draft. We hated free agency. You know, a couple yeah. of resignings we liked. We're, we're going to call it out. We're not going to be like Sam Tevy, bro. Sam Tevy. Isaac Rochelle. Uh, we're no, not going to we like, say that name no more. No. <laughs> like there's like, a, you know, in living here in, in Western New York and Buffalo, I, I see the Buffalo media and it just everyone just likes to just jerk off over the bills. Like they can do nothing wrong. If you criticize them, you're, you're shame on you. And you don't, don't know and, football. And you don't know football. If you criticize the team at all. And. I, I think it's important to criticize your team. Like, I, I don't know. I, I I've seen reporters get just ran out of town because they didn't just suck Buffalo ball juice down, you know, it, it, blah, 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 blah. 
Josh Allen in shorts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Rex Ryan's going to lead us to the promised land. <laughs> you know, just, just shit like that. You know, it, it's, it's, it's aggravating. It's, it's hard to watch. So we're going to pick, see things, but like I'm even being neutral, even putting my Colts hat down and being just a general football fan. Uh, this Colts have the best roster in this AFC South. And I think, I feel like they can do more. I feel like they can do more. I, I, I almost feel like it's going to be like a, they're a shoe in. You can't say that, but they're almost a shoe in. They match up really well with everybody else's strengths in the division. Uh, defensively, yep. offensively, I think they match up very well. And you know what? Th- th- there's no reason to me why this team, why, why this Indianapolis Colts team can't win the AFC South this year. You know, it, it's, it's, it, it, it reminds it right now, the way that the AFC South is shaped, it reminds me of the early days of Peyton. And I'm not, trust me, I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is Peyton Manning, but no, the Colts steamrolled the AFC South for the better part of the first decade in its existence. Tennessee had a good year. I think Jacksonville with Mark Brunel or was it Brunel or David Gerard? It might have been Gerard. Uh, David Gerard. David That's right. Gerard that 07 season. That 07 yeah. season where they made the AFC South or AFC Championship game. Uh, you know, those are some great rosters. But uh, I think overall, the, the division is pretty weak again. Uh, as an entire Ours for the taking. Yeah. So why, why can't we? Chris Ballard's been building this bully, you know, with, with acquiring all the right pieces. Uh, something would have to be absolutely catast- go catastrophically, catastrophically wrong. I think for us to win the AFC South this year, I really, truly believe that, you know, barring any kind of freak injury, um, just horrible luck on our part. It's ours. I honestly, I, I do think it's ours. If, if Wentz can just be a competent quarterback, just, he doesn't have to be miraculous. He doesn't have to be, you know, an MVP caliber, you know, candidate. Um, just play football. Yeah. Don't turn the ball over as much. Just be smart be a game manager, you know, let the offense run through you and try not to run the offense. Um, I, uh, Jacksonville doesn't scare me. Houston will doesn't, or Houston doesn't scare me. Tennessee is not as good as they were last year. I think with the way that our schedule lands versus their schedule, they have a tough schedule, the tough schedule. Yeah. I think that we can win. Honestly, I do. I'm not scared. It's ours. We're coming for that crown. Give it to us. Give me. I, I, dude, I'm all, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm believing it. I, my excitement is, is superb right now. I'm just hoping I don't have heartbreak, uh, you know, come December. And, and once all, you know, the, the season starts to kind of wrap up a little bit, but, um, I think that's about it. Is there anything you want to add to this episode, my friend? Um, no, you know, I, besides the division kind of being ours for the, the taking, I'm, I'm good, man. How are you? How about any kind of last thoughts? Anything you want to get off your chest about the, uh, yeah. I mean, fuck the bills. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's all I got right? to say. Right? That's kind fuck of my yeah, bills. yeah. Fuck them. That's it. The bills in New England right now. Those are my the, the the two games scheduled in my head that I want us to just morally crush them, hurt them so bad that all their fans just shut up. Just shut up, fans. <laughs> just shut up. I know. I know. I'll work them. Brandon, do what you do best and take us home. Oh, well, you know, we sat here talking about uh, competition, you know, within our division, our neighbors, if you will. Um, 
our neighbors are Bills fans. And, you know, those are the kind of neighbors that don't mow their lawns, that let their dog shit in your yard, that let their kids just run amok all over the neighborhood. So, you know, what I think we should do to, to these neighbors is just kick them. See a kid, you know, run him down the street, his bicycle, talking all loud, punch him in the face. See a little, you know, a uh, schnauzer shitting on a yard, kick him across the, across the street. When I see a Bills fan, I want to kick him in the dick, just like they did to us in the, uh, the, the wild card game this year. They kicked us in the dick. So that's what we're going to do then. All right. We play you guys in November. We're going to kick you in the dick. I hope you're ready for it. No more making babies. No more jumping through tables. Nope. Carson Wentz is going to take that ginger beard of his. He's going to put it right down your, your girlfriend's uh, fallopian tubes. Go to a little, 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 while kicking you in the dick. The Colts are coming for you guys. I hope you're ready. We're a cup. We're a cup. Because we're kicking you in your dick. That's right, baby. Go Indianapolis wins Colts. It's how we do. It's how we do. I got to slow that down. Indian Apple Wentz Colts. Trademarking it. Uh, there it is, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Colts Fans in Bills Land. I think we got one more episode this. Uh, yeah, one more episode this month. So keep sharing. Keep spreading the good news, good word. And uh, we're we're on track for another very good month of listenership. And uh, we, we can't do it without each and every one of you. So thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next time right here on Colts fans. Yay! In Bill's land. Ooh, kicking me in the dick. Alright guys, we've been in this haunted house for like 15 hours, and if we want to get home to our favorite food and pornography, we're gonna have to come up with a plan! Hey, why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky looking doors? Wait, whoa, whoa, doors? Like an exit door? Yeah, maybe we should get on that. Hold on a second, these doors are labeled! This one says Dracula on it, and this one says Beware Zombies! That's probably the exit. And the last one just says Nekagrima. Mm, tough call. Mm. I got an idea! On three, we're going to open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, hello there. Damn, that's scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn, That's Scary, new episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.